Hey everybody, welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life with your host, Shalina. Hi, Shrek. Hey, Shalina, how's it going? That's good, thank you. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, I am really, really hoping we see the end of this summer really quickly. Yes, it's a bit too hot, isn't it? A bit humid as well. Got a good tan, though. I'll wait. Well, that's because brown. you were away. Yeah, that's true. Did get one here as well. Topped up with Factor 100 um, sun cream. You know, sun cream has expiry dates on it. Anyway, so yes. So, what are we going to talk about today? There are a lot of people, clients right now about to have babies or who have had babies. So, I'm helping them to organize their baby clothes. So, yes, we're going to talk about baby clutter. It's a big thing. Um, and it accumulates and accumulates. There's clothes, there's toys, there's breast pumps. And there's like gifts from baby showers and all those things so as well, right? Many. Yeah. yeah, people go overboard on these things you know you have your baby showers and they think they buy you all these quirky things that you're never going to use people don't think that actually they should buy things that are going to be useful for the baby for the parents you know or uh, and 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 a lot of them had babies so i don't know why they buy that used to be how it was for us i remember when like when my brother was born it was of course there was new stuff for him but a lot of the toys and all of those things were just preserved down the road because it was it just made sense to do that and then then again we do live in a very hey everything has to be new and fresh and throw everything else out but the thing is now so people are buying a lot of things so, you know when you have your first baby there's the excitement of having the first baby and you know especially i'm finding with a lot of friends and family and clients and stuff it's taken so long to get to the first baby that it means even more so they have the first baby and they go overboard. The grandparents go overboard. Grandparents are a big problem in this whole scenario of overbuying things. And friends buy stuff as well. So a lot of the things don't even get used for the first baby because there's only so many clothes you can wear until they start getting bigger. So if the newborn stuff, there's only a few days, weeks that they can wear this stuff and then they're too big for it so then you go to the naught to three month clothes and then the three to six month clothes so a lot of stuff doesn't get used so there is a whole pile of new clothes that can be used for the next baby in charlotte if there's one you know and so what um you know i find when i go into people's houses is that there's all this stuff that hasn't been used or stuff that's been used but now is too um small for the the baby and they don't know how to organize it yeah and especially i think the first if i'm right six or eight months like there's a lot babies go really really fast they you really that's why you have clothes that are on almost on a month base rather than a than a year base for example so what i suggest you know when you're going through your when you're pregnant and you're going through your nesting phase and if you've got time you know, and you're buying all these things. I mean, some people, of course, they're not. They're still working and everything. But and you, but you have a few weeks where you're waiting for the baby to pop out. What I would suggest is get um, storage boxes now. So from the moment, or even from the moment you're pregnant, get storage boxes or vacuum bags and label them. So start putting the clothes for newborn into each, you know, into one box from naught to three months in another one, three to six, nine months, nine to 12, continuous, you know, and people will give different sizes to you. So what I always do is I always buy bigger sizes so I always buy uh, 12 months uh, clothes for kids even when my nephews were born because I knew people would be buying all the small stuff so I thought in advance and bought big stuff so I've always done that so um, and that's my thing and people always like oh thank god you know you bought that because people didn't think of those eight those sizes when they were buying stuff and sometimes some of the kids are so big 
that they get into those clothes really quickly. So at least they have some clothes there. So if you start separating it immediately as soon as you start getting it, instead of putting it, keeping it in carrier bags, which is what happens a lot of the time when I go in to organize, um, they're all in different carrier bags and you don't know what size they are and it gets overwhelming getting closer and closer to the time. So have these, you know, storage boxes and you can get them from Ikea, you know, the, the cloth ones, um, the sco- they're called Scoob, or you can get plastic boxes if you want, or any box that you like. Um, and label it with the different age ranges and start putting the things in there. The shoes, the hats, the gloves. Have a separate box for, you know, the burp cloths and the bibs and things like that. And there's different sizes for bibs as well. So you have to put them into different boxes. Um, and then the next thing is um, I find from expat families here is they buy, they go back to their home country like the UK or the USA and buy lots of baby stuff there because it's much cheaper than it is here um so it works out much more economical to go there with an empty suitcase buy everything and bring it back here than shopping here so they buy the bottles the pacifiers you know all these bits and pieces random things i remember one client she went to um, new york she bought a huge amount of stuff and she bought lots of kitchen stuff so she bought baby plates and cutlery which they're not going to use for actually quite a few months um and a special drying rack from I think Joseph Joseph for the bottles and stuff which was quite cool and she was like I don't know why I bought it now but you know she was just buying stuff because she it it was a hormonal thing as well um so people do buy a lot of stuff during this hormonal transition so that's another thing you need if you're gonna buy buy it like put it in the trolley and then wait for 10 20 minutes and then go through the stuff again before you pay for it and if you do online shopping don't press the click for a day wait a day or so and then review the list because people just click and buy things which yeah and you don't need to buy everything that you need you know um if you go on the facebook groups and you know talk to mums um and see what they've bought or ask them you know there's always posts about what did you buy that you regret buying for your kids, you know, for your baby when you, they were uh, coming? Um, so think about things like, you know, look at those lists as well and then go, oh, okay, I don't need that. That's a waste of money. Um, what you do need to buy is a lot of burp cloths. That's a big thing. They they really, really are needed. Um, so, yeah, so that's so that's what I suggest for nesting. So, you know, all the things, you know, organize them and put them into age, uh, age ranges so it's ready. So all you need to do is then just pick that up and put it and organize it in your wardrobe or in the kitchen or wherever or on the nappy changing area everything is all set up and organized um and a lot of people also buy nappies from abroad because it's much cheaper as well so have the nappies in the age range as well so if you've got ones for older put that higher up the ones that are for them them to use now put them lower down um and then um the second stage of this is you've had the baby you're going through the clothes Put the clothes that, that, you know, like, so the newborn clothes will finish, you know, within a few days, few weeks. Put that into a box, label it, put it high up away. So, you know, you don't need to access that until the next baby. So each section, each time it gets to that point of, say, not to three months is finished, three to six months is finished. Start putting those clothes that you're going to keep. So don't keep the ones that have frayed, fallen apart, have got stains that can't be removed. Get rid of them and keep the ones that you want to keep. And you'll start seeing as well what you need to buy more of for your next child. So you're not buying too much extra when you don't need it. You can see how much extra you have. And you can see also what clothes you haven't used during that period um, so that you don't have to buy more. Um, So it's a good way so you know that you'll save money a bit 
with your next baby. Um, and the same with toys. So toys as well, there are different kinds of toys that you have for your babies, the different toys as they get older and in the steps. So then you can put the baby toys away in a box ready for the next baby to use them unless they're damaged or you know there's so much drool on it it's disgusting unless you can wash them you can throw them away again it's it depends entirely on different parents and everybody has different approaches to this of course but like you can even look at donating some of this stuff right like if your kid is outgrown a toy or clothes or whatever um you already mentioned the parenting groups and other things you can always donate it and when the next kid comes along you can always look to either get new ones or or again you know get another set of hand-me-downs or however you figure out the system rather than just having the clutter sitting there especially when you know a lot of people especially when they plan their kids like they're a few years apart so you have three or four years where you're gonna have all the stuff taking up real estate or worse when if you have to move you have to move all that stuff from one place to another especially here where people move far more often than than in other parts of the world especially when they're mostly renting and kind of hopping around every year or a couple of years i love how you use real estate that was very good I've taught you well. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's true. So there is, um, you know, for so certain items, there could be, um, I find with push chairs and those baby chairs as well, people have bought them and they haven't fitted properly in the car. You can sell them. They're, they're valuable for, you know, they're so expensive. So you can sell them to people. Um, as a, you know, we talked about the, the mum Facebook groups. There's a, a mum Facebook group here. They have a separate group for selling items. Um, there's also a thing called Baby Bazaar, which is in uh, one of the malls. On I think once a month it has it, and you can sell. You can uh, get a store. You pay a bit of money for a store and sell all your stuff on there. So that's a good time for the third stage, as we call it, of, you know, there's no more babies coming. The babies have have grown all the clothes, you know. So if you've got all these baby clothes and you you know for sure you're not going to have any more babies or, you know, that's not what the plan is, you can sell them all at one go. So you save a bit of money with the store because you don't want to go continuously. It is sometimes a bit um, heartbreaking to go there and people are saying, I'll pay five dirhams for something that was a few hundred dirhams. Um, But you just have to accept, you know, especially here in in this country there isn't a value for secondhand stuff but you can try you can go to these things decide what your reasonable price is for an item and see how much money you get and there's a car boot sale that started in global village um i don't know how successful it was but maybe it'll be starting again in the winter so people can try that as well but the, i know the baby bazaar i've done that once for a client um and it was very busy there were a lot of people and they did buy stuff so it is worth it to buy certain things it's all fine about talking about the decluttering and organizing but think also about the buying bit because that's a, a major part of the whole issue you know when you have babies I mean it's not an issue to have babies but the buying the, the stuff because it becomes clutter and also it's hard to tell you know friends or grandparents grandparents and cousins and sisters and stuff um to not overbuy on items um I have seen that with some families, especially um, big local families here. Everybody feels like they need to buy a present. But you can say, look, you know, um, if you go to a shop and you have um, like a registry, you can say, look, I want you to only buy from this registry, buy these things if you can afford it. And that will be good because then it reduces the amount of extra things that you don't need or extra clothes. And we've often given the suggestion about giving gifts as gift cards rather than actual gifts so that you can... You can pick it up from one of the one of the kids' stores, and then let the parent decide what they want and what they actually want and want to buy. And like with you know, especially with gift cards, if they have enough, say for a, a fancy shop, say I don't know, Bloomingdale's or Mama and Papa's, then they can buy something 
you know, really lovely for their child. So you could get like a really posh nappy bag, like a Gucci one with all those gift cards and you'll feel really, you know. I was having this discussion with cousins of mine who were like, who were visiting Dubai and were on a mission to buy a branded stroller from one of the places. And I just I just kept looking at them going like, I understand why you're doing it and I get it, it's your kid. But we, none of us, including them when they were growing up because they're my age and including us, like ever even thought that that was a thing. Yeah, some of them are... It's like they're like five thousand dirhams, but you have to bear in mind as well when you buy these things that you know they have many parts. So they have all these different parts for as they get older. There's different seat sizes that you take out and put in. You have to have a storeroom for all of them things. They're not small. You can't fit them in wardrobes. You can't fit them in like get a cupboard from IKEA and put it in there. You need an actual storeroom for these things. Same for car seats. They have the same issue. You know, they're a few thousand dirhams, but they're actually multiple size car seats. So they should last if you get it for the right size and the right car. Um, it should last for a while, but bear that in mind. So yeah, I mean, when- ideally you're buying them you know, one per kit. Like you're buying one and then this should last you the, uh, the, the three, four years that they actually need all of these, all of these things. Yeah. But you need to have the storage space. So if you live in an apartment, think about having an, an apartment with a storeroom. You know, people don't think of that and then they go, I don't have room for all these things. These four different car size seats and like, yeah, all that, yeah. So that's the big thing. So that, yeah, so that's uh, my take on, you know, organizing and decluttering the baby stuff. So mostly organizing, especially when you're at the, the beginning and you've got the first baby. Um, the hormones will affect you more, so you will go a bit more crazy. And it happens. I remember my sister-in-law and how much they, they bought. And, you know, even my parents and her parents went crazy because it was the first kids coming, first kid coming. Um, second one, poor thing. He, he, he got a little hand-me-downs. Um, we feel sorry for him, but, you know, what can you do? Awesome. So if, as always, if you want to talk to Shalina and get some more insights on this stuff or maybe even help with some of the decluttering, you can reach her by visiting declutterme.com and filling out a contact form or look her up on social media at declutterme. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.